The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hail Varsity. We're presented by Currency, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. And uh, it is steak at a beer time as we dive into some NFL. Of course, both games you can hear Locally on ESPN Lincoln Sunday, Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati, San Fran and Philly get things rolling. Tight spreads and Kansas City not good as a favorite. Cincinnati's been dynamite against the spread, 21-5. and And meanwhile, you have uh, just a death wish out there, frankly, if you're a Niners fan and you're caught on camera. The uh, the Rocky statue is wearing a San Francisco T-shirt, correct, Elijah? It was last night. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a picture out there online right now of that, that Rocky statue. with uh, It's a 49ers shirt around the neck. They didn't get it over the arm, so not a full send. I understand being in the city of brotherly love, not wanting to get attacked for defacing the Rocky statue in such a, uh, a lighthearted way. But, uh, you know, those Philly fans are different. So they, they got it around the head. And you say the photo different. <laughs> you call it different. <laughs> it's very, very kind. Meanwhile, you have the mayor of Cincinnati asking for a paternity test. I saw this on Barstool uh, uh, for Joe Burrow. Paternity test to make sure he's not or to confirm that he's the father of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's his daddy. So it's uh, it's a little creepy. Let's, uh, without further ado, get into our steak and our beer picks here, Elijah, with some forecast. So here it is. San Fran and Philly. Philly's still favored, and uh, the line right now, is it still around 48 and a half for over-under? Uh, for Philly and San Fran? Yes. We're looking 46 and a half now for Philly and San Fran with the Eagles favored by two and a half. I got these numbers while we were uh, in the break waiting to talk to mm-hmm. Brady, so these are as up-to-date as they get. So uh, I think this, San Francisco wins if they're able to get... McCaffrey going. It's as simple as that run game-wise. You're not going to ask Pretty to do much except manage against this Philly defense. I know Philly's been vulnerable against the run from time to time. They know that's how they lose on Sunday. And Philly's just too much. As good as San Francisco's defense is, uh, Hurts is the difference maker with his feet and I'm going with uh, the quarterback I feel best about. It is Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy. Shocker there. And you can't sneeze at 70 sacks. And that second wave, that depth in the front seven of Philly's the difference. Give me Philly 27, San Francisco 20. 
uh, a win and cover for Philly. Elijah, how you feeling on that? And that's just over. So that's uh, another over for Chris Schmidt here in the Steak and a Beer <laughs> Bets. Just uh, make a note of that one. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I also like the overs in this game, uh, just to, to put it simply. You do have two great defenses going at it, but I think in a game such as this, it's going to come down to, as you said, uh, the quarterback play. And I would also add the playmakers on that offense. Philly and San Fran both have had great rushing attacks, which have opened up the passing attacks for them this year. And Miles Sanders is a, a back to be feared with Philly, but I look at Christian McCaffrey. You mentioned him. I think he's your difference maker along with Debo Samuel, what those two guys can do coming out of the backfield. And then you also have Elijah Mitchell as your, your almost change of pace guy for San Francisco. Francisco. I think with that almost three-headed monster you can have coming out of the backfield, I really like San Francisco's chances in this game. I know that Do Brock you really. I know that Brock Purdy has been lightning in a bottle, and uh, you're just waiting for that lightning to run out. But thus far, he's been carried by the talent around him. He hasn't been asked to do that much, and what he has been asked to do, he's been doing very, very well. So I have San Fran taking this one in a tight one, 24 to 21. San Fran gets a win over Philly in the NFC Championship wow. game. Uh, good on you. And, for... and I will say I like the over, but just to uh, to get us a little difference, I went under in this one. So You just went different and picked San Francisco on the road against Philly. That's gutsy. Uh, what's going to happen, dude, is is you're going to have a defense get a, get a takeaway. Mm. Either San Fran's defense is going to strip sack Hurts or vice versa. That That's going to be your your difference. All right, we are... Uh, and I, I love I love that defense from the 49ers. I know we give Sue and that Eagles defense a little bit of love. I love the 49ers defense and how they play with D'Amico Ryans as the defensive coordinator. Potential Broncos future head coach, so we'll see about you that. You can only wish, right? Off to Kansas City we go. Uh, Bill Dolman knows it's a big game, so he's there in person. I can't go against Cincinnati. I know everyone's on Cincy. I know 80% of the money's on Cincy. I know the Chiefs are still favored by... One and a half. What can you really do run game-wise if you're Kansas City? I know it's been good. I know it's not just an afterthought. I know Andy Reid's incredible. But I just don't like Kansas City's rush defense. I just don't. I like what Cincinnati is dedicated to doing, and that's being solid, if not spectacular, at least recently in the run game. I also know two of the the three offensive linemen are out for Cincinnati, so I don't like that. So if Cincinnati can keep it to second and five, I like the difference makers. I like what Cincinnati can do against the Kansas City defense. And I think they can make someone else other than Kelsey beat them. And Mahomes will play fine, but he ain't going to be himself. He'll do enough to, to keep him in it. Cincinnati on the road, 24-20 as they go 4-0 against Kansas City. This is the kiss of death. I'm on Cincinnati. The world's on Cincinnati. Elijah probably means it's it's a win for Kansas City. I'm on Cincinnati, too. Uh, just to put it simply, as you said, that that rushing attack of the Bengals, I think, is going to be your difference. The e, or the excuse me, the Chiefs are going to be forced, I think, to play some light boxes against uh, Cincinnati. That's how Cincinnati's gotten their rushing attack going late in the season. Is that, I mean, Cincinnati, since week four, I believe, I could be wrong on my number, but it's up there. I believe they have 
the uh, highest percentage of rushing attack against light boxes. That's either five or six guys in the box. They lead the league in how often they get light boxes. I think it's going to happen again against Kansas City. You're too worried about T. Higgins and Jamar Chase taking the top off. I think uh, Cincinnati dominates with their rushing attack despite being behind a depleted offensive line. And I think they also pull off a victory. You went unders. I'll go over. It's going to be 35-31. to 31. I do believe Kansas City finds some offense. I think Patrick Mahomes uh, maybe he doesn't look like himself, but he still looks like, uh, you know, the danger that Patrick Mahomes can be. Uh, so uh, I think we're going to get the flashes of that. And uh, I think Cincinnati pulls it off 35 to 31 on the, I guess I was going to say the the heels of uh, of Samaj P. Ryan and Joe Mixon. But it's, it's on their feet. I think that rushing attack is the difference for Cincinnati. And despite the fact that we have some points, I think that's what gets it done for them. I think they are able to uh, really control the game in the second half with that rushing attack. This is going to be fun. Going to be a fun weekend of football. Uh, we're almost to the tail end of another NFL season with the Super Bowl looming. But man, uh, you could get an incredible finish as we head off to Super Bowl 57. And uh, excited to see if it is going to be Philly. And if it is going to be Cincinnati, that'll be intriguing. I think you mean if it's going to be San Francisco and Cincinnati, I think that's much more intriguing from from my point of view here. I don't, I don't need round three of that game. All right, I got the one of the greatest there was uh, thirty plus years ago with the Boomer Esiason led Bengals against Joe Montana and. John Taylor at the buzzer. I believe that in destiny. I, I believe that the destiny is Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl in San Francisco. They ride that Brock Purdy train until their hearts are broken in the Super Bowl like they should be as a 49er. We'll wind down a Friday next.